This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello, it's Paul Wheelock and welcome to the first post-game podcast of pre-season. The six-time champions of Europe kick-started their preparations for the new campaign with a six-goal victory at Tramia Rovers tonight. Ian Doyle and match reporting debutants Kiever O'Neill were at Prenton Park for the Echo and their thoughts on what was a very satisfying evening gets this podcast underway. We'll then get the highlights of Jurgen Klopp's post-match press conference which took place at the side of the pitch and which initially at least was conducted while the Tramia PA was still blurring out music. But you should be able to make out the Liverpool manager talking about the two-goal Rian Brewster, the business he has done so far this summer and the potential for more signings, and about Sepp Vandenberg, the club's sole new recruit, who missed out tonight as he awaits international clearance. It's also worth pointing out that another teenager who looks set to sign for Liverpool, Fulham's Harvey Elliott, was in the stands to watch the match. No doubt we'll have more on that in Friday's Blood Red podcast, but for now I'll hand you over to Ian Doyle and Kiefer O'Neill and then Jurgen Klopp. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Well, Liverpool have started their pre-season campaign with a resounding 6-0 win over Tranmere Rovers here at Prenton Park. Uh, Nathaniel Klein, of all people, opened the scoring. Then there were two goals for Rian Brewster. In the second half, it was a completely different Liverpool team. Uh, goal from Curtis Jones, followed by one from Divock Origi, and then one from Bobby Duncan. But it was Rian Brewster, wasn't it, Kiva, that caught the eye, certainly in the first half, with those two goals. It was a big big game for him, wasn't it? Yeah, really big game. Obviously, he had that big injury, and now he's come back, you know, and he looks to be Jürgen Klopp's fifth option, striking option. But I think you know what he showed tonight was just years of experience. He looked like a, an old sort of an old pro, didn't he? He was absolutely brilliant. You know, he led the line for Liverpool and he scored two goals, made an assist, which was and he was just his interplay all night was just beautiful to watch him. Was you know we haven't really had the chance to see a lot of his football. He, I think he played last in 2017. We haven't seen much of him for Liverpool senior team, and he was just phenomenal. He looked class. He's got bags of talent. Um, he was just, he seemed to be everything good about Liverpool in that first half. You know, the ball was coming to him. He was just just so confident. Manny Month, who's Tramie's defender, is an absolute, he's a giant. He's massive. And Brewster just didn't seem bothered at all. He was just taking the ball around him and just, yeah, it was just, it was a joy to watch. And the actual goals that he scored, I mean, Jurgen Klopp in particular would be pleased with those because they were real strikers' goals, weren't they? They both of them for a about six, eight yards out, wasn't he? One was ahead header, one was uh, reacting quickest to a shot from James Milner that the goalkeeper had parried. And he did look like somebody who was desperate to make up for lost time because, as you've said, he had spent so much time on the sidelines over the past 18 months. Yeah, and the nice thing, when he scored both of his goals, he sort of came back after celebrating across the half with uh, the halfway line with Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Obviously, them two struck up a, a great friendship with their both being injured and you know going through their rehab together and it was sort of like you seen his shoulders sort of go back like I'm doing this and you know Oxley Chamberlain was giving him a bit of a like I'm proud of you and it was just sort of a nice companionship to see and you know they, they linked up really well together but the phenomenal thing about him is he linked up well with everyone Harry Wilson Ryan Kent anyone who got the ball to him or Another great thing about him, he was just—he was just hunting the ball down. He was—he wasn't just resting on his laurels and you know, being sort of the the striker up front waiting for the ball. He was going and making things happen, and you could see that hunger and that desire, obviously, which has been culmination of you know a, a bad injury, a couple of injuries, wasn't it? And you know, being out for over a year, and he just—he just put a marker down tonight, and obviously, hopefully, he can go on now and dominate this pre-season, and then you know, he give he gives Jurgen a, a real. Uh, a real problem next season because you know I think 
he could be could be starting some games most definitely. Now one position where there's question marks over is left back. Uh, Jurgen Klopp played two youngsters there tonight. In the first half he played Yasser Larucci, which is the first a lot of fans will have seen of him. In the second half it was Adam Lewis, but Larucci, in my opinion, he shone basically. We know that he's a, he's a left winger. He's a left winger who has been converted to a left back last season for the under 18s. Played a part in the team, went went all the way to the FA Youth Cup uh, final and beat Manchester City on penalties. But even in this game, Kiever, he, he, he showed exactly why he's so highly thought of and why there's this certain, I wouldn't say there's like a, a lot of excitement around him, but there's certainly some intrigue about what he would be like. And you know, I've been fortunate enough to see him play quite a lot last season. I know that you weren't able to, but did he come across as somebody who you thought he could be somebody who you should keep an eye on? Because he seemed to have the qualities that a Jurgen Klopp player would need. He's got a lot of pace about him. For 18 years old, he's very strong and he's got so much energy and he's always bombing forward and he's always looking to you know, augment that attack. I mean, it was easy to forget that he actually was playing left-back because he ended up in the penalty area twice and had one shot deflected over and one was saved by the goalkeeper. He lit up, other than Brewster, he lit up that first half. He was he was just like a steam train, wasn't he, running down that left wing and he did. He just looked like a winger rather than a defender, but obviously he'd done that job good as well and it's just a great thing for Jürgen to have, you know, because we've thought about that left-back, Andy Robertson can't play every game. So to have someone like LaRucci, who just had never seen him play before, I'd read your piece today mm. and that's as much as I really knew about him and um, yeah I was just I couldn't take my eyes off watching him he just looked just so strong and fast and quick and he was just he doesn't look 18 years old does he uh, yeah no. he looks so much older really mature player and then um, really confident as well which is great to see you know these young players that you know it's a big moment for him in his Liverpool career he's you know he's, we, we don't know who he is. Now fans will know who he is after tonight. It was he was great. It wasn't all about the youngsters though. There were four, three other players. Sorry that Jurgen Klopp had mentioned will be new signings. That was Adam Lallana, uh, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, and Joe Gomez because they'd missed large parts of last season. In fact, you know, Oxlade-Chamberlain only played something like 19 minutes or something like that. Uh, they all played in the first half. Gomez played a very good part in the in the opening goal for for Klein. The way that he brought the ball out and he he, he looked like composed and we we know what he's got. It's interesting to see Oxlade-Chamberlain. I thought it was a little bit rusty at the start did took him a little while to get into it and I think he's somebody who's going to take him a while isn't it to get this this match practice to get up to speed and I don't think we should expect that much from him in these opening games but other than that it, it was all about the youngsters wasn't it as you've just said because you know they, they changed the team in the second half Ben Woodburn I thought did quite well we haven't really seen a lot of him in the last season because he went out on loan uh, and Bobby Duncan got his goal and as you mentioned he was absolutely delighted with it. Yeah, and it was he was you know to get your first Liverpool goal. We sort of can brush over this as though it's you know just he was meant to score, and obviously he had a really good second half and his only half. But it was sad to see Paul Glatzel obviously. Well, yeah, I was going to say that, but that was the only downside, wasn't it? When he, when he went off injured alone, yeah. it did lead to the interesting sight of Daniel Atherton, Atherton sorry, who's the was the third choice goalkeeper, the under 18s goalkeeper. Loves to put a yeah. goalkeeper, he done yeah. it with Jamal he George. Did, Jamal he? George, who was in the crowd in front of us yeah. watching, watching the game, uh, he brought him on. Bob up to his yeah, own yeah, tricks. Yeah, exactly. Put, put him on. Put front for the last 10 minutes but you know, Liverpool 6-0 win nobody got injured as far as we're aware all well, good the Cricket World Cup's on and that was a cricket score wasn't yes. it yes and that'll do us thank you the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo Graham Brewster and the way he performed his awareness that he showed on the pitch today is he someone that is now ready to supplement the first team week in week out or do you feel that you maybe still have to move in the transfer market during this window anyway anyway 
first and foremost, we may be in the year 2019. We should stop um, talking about the player who scored two goals and then, then doing that again, the other nine, 89 minutes where World Cup as well. Real Bruce, I love the boy, he's a fantastic player and he's caught one of the goals at least. Probably I would have scored. It's not about that. But we don't think about players. We want other players. We want our players. Green is our player, and he played a really good game. But I saw other good performances, like Harry and Ryan in the first half. Ben in the second half, incredibly strong, but didn't score. So these are things. So the boys are already already fresh in the moment. Look already good, and um, that Green is a good player we knew before. And, and I don't know what that has to do with the transfer market actually. Cool. We, we, we just try to hide the question around the question. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen obviously the business that you've done so far has been with a, a view to the future. Do you need to bring any players in and will you bring players in that are going to impact that first team squad right away? We brought them already and you only don't realise it. Rian Brewster, Oxley Chamberlain didn't play last year. Um, all the young boys here today, they're, they're all new players for us, so that, that's all good. When the transfer market is open, I don't know exactly until when, when there's a fit. So, 8th of August. In this wonderful country, the whole Europe had the idea to close the transfer window early, and the only country who did it was in England, finally. So we closed it now four, three weeks before all the others. So, um, yeah, we will see what we do, but um, I, I don't think it will be the, the biggest transfer window of all times. Yeah, and um, as supporters, we've been strutting around all summer as European champions. Do you, have you noticed the difference in the players? Are they more confident? Do they feel like they're acting like winners now, do you think? Hopefully not. They're, yeah, they should be happy about that and, and should get confidence of that. But it's not that we are running around like Champions League winners for 24 hours a day. So we won it five weeks ago, four, four and a half, five weeks ago, and I had a wonderful summer. The best summer I ever had because the people didn't say before they wanted a picture with me, oh, I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> That's what they usually did the last five years. So it was just um, much better and uh, for the players it was, it was the same. But um, now we are here. Yes, we made the next step. It looked tonight like um, they were all really confident. I like the game a lot, um, but there's nothing. Yeah, maybe it has a little bit to do with the winning the Champions League, but during the season we have to go for winning something new and cannot um, always look back. It's the fact that you were so close to, to winning the league, what does that do to the motivation for you? Because, you know, the... well, nothing to do with that. We want to play the best season we can play, like we wanted to do last year, but we have no idea what that means for all the ball, for all, about what happens to all the other teams, because we saw it. It happens a lot to other teams. Means Man United, obviously Chelsea, Tottenham. Tottenham is making signing, so it will be a new season. We have to be ready for that. For us, it looks tonight. I'm really happy about the game, but it's of course a difficult preseason for us. With Sadio Mane, I think played now is now in the semi-final. Means yes, for sure, two more games, and it will come late. Brazilians, okay, finally finished their 13-month season exactly like more. They will come, but we will not have a preseason together. They will only have a week before we start with, uh, with the games. So, but tonight it looked like we are, we are, we can, we can find some solutions. But um, how is that? The last season is only is a good sign for us. It showed us what we, what we, what we can achieve. But we have to be um, as good as last year. In the best case, we have to be better, and then we will see what it, what it, what is the outcome will be. Jürgen Onset, Vandenberg, are you expecting him to be around the first team squad this season or has been brought to, to play in the academy? He's one. 
it's like so these definite questions and definite answers that depends i'm i'm only uh, i stand uh, open the door but the boys have to go through still and so he's a wonderful player as well but because of fifa blah blah, blah rules we can he cannot he's not available in the moment yeah, but we have a good player so he he thought his future should be here and i i thought the same actually so now he's here now let's work together he's 17 years old when you see him you forget that constantly but he is 17 and um, so there's a lot to learn but the, the good thing is there's the most time to do so so everything will be fine you've been listening to the blood red podcast from the liverpool echo